0: Hey everybody and welcome to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. I'm Christy Brower here with my sister, co-host, and partner in crime, Katie Weaver. Hey Katie, how's it going? Hello. I am well. Glad to hear that. Yeah. You, did you get? Did you get uh, rain today?
1: Yeah, dude. Oh my god, we got rain, and so you guys know I have an ancient Chihuahua that is blind and deaf, but still manages to find his way out the piggy door and go out back, which mm-hmm. is fine. We have a fenced backyard, like he's totally safe back there. However. He snuck past me. He was asleep in his bed in my bedroom. And I checked on him a couple of times because I did not want him to go outside in the rainstorm. But the pigs were coming and going. And, you know, anyway, the the door was open. Uh, Yeah. Suddenly, Scott comes in the house from the backyard with a soaking wet, muddy chihuahua who's been standing out in the rain and can't figure (laughs) out how to come back in the house. (laughs) And do know that we also have a covered patio that he could have gotten onto, but he didn't. And I felt terrible, so I wrapped him in a towel and dried off all of his mud and his wet and his rain and cuddled him. And he fell asleep and slept for a few hours in his warm blankies while we watched a uh, season three of Virgin River. But well, there yeah. you go. Yeah, I my God, I feel terrible, but you know this
0: guy is a full time job.
1: Oh, yeah. And I don't know. I was
0: probably working, and <laughs> every once in a while, your attention must shift somewhere.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: my gosh. Crazy thing. So he's completely
1: fine now. He's, you know, dry and warm and happy, and transferred from there over to his favorite smooshmallow to sleep on that for a while. So, oh, well, good. He's fine, but poor kid. I still, you know, didn't feel like mother of the year for that one. <laughs>
0: It's all good. It happens to everybody, you know. But
1: I've had a lot of animal shenanigans this week. Uh oh. Yesterday on my show on the Katie Weaver show, Mm -hmm. I am talking. Well, of course, when you're on your own show, you know, you talk the whole time. And I was doing a singing bowl meditation, and a gnat flew in my mouth, and I swallowed it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's awesome! Oh my gosh! I saw it happen besides feeling it happen because when you're doing a live stream, you're literally looking at your own face. And so I watched this gnat fly up and fly straight into my mouth. And so then I was like, Oh, Oh no. Oh, did did you guys see that fly? Well, I think it was a gnat. Oh God. So I had to stop the meditation and take a drink of coffee. And (laughs) then I said something like, I really am the old woman. Anyway, it was kind of horrifying. Like my stomach just was a little off the rest of the day. Not because <laughs> yeah. I swallowed a nap, but because I knew I swallowed a gnat. Right. You know?
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. JR says she was there and it was hilarious. So. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. There. That is yeah. a horrible feeling when you feel it happen. Right. It's so gross. And then. Well, and it was
1: in the middle of a meditation. So that kind of effed everything up. But
0: <laughs> my God.
1: <laughs> so, but anyway, I'm fine. I did not have to, uh, you know, swallow a frog to catch the fly or. Right. I'm like, oh, no. Now, swallow, now you have to do the whole thing. Cat, That's like a lot. Any of those things. And yes, it did feel like it happened in slow motion. It took me a second no. to register. That's what happened. I saw it coming at me. I felt it go in my mouth. I closed my mouth. And then I went, oh. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> I don't think that's supposed to happen. I uh, know, but it's so automatic. You don't even think about it. And then it's over before you can do anything. Yeah. Yeah. That's fabulous. Yeah. So I'm batting a thousand this week. It sounds like it. Yeah. <laughs> Christine, free pro- free, uh, free, protein. free protein there, Chris. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I should just you take know, it for what it is. Have you ever read those horrible statistics about how many spiders Americans swallow a year and stuff like that? Like, because when yeah. you're sleeping. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. It's, it's all good. Not going to talk about it because it makes me want to throw up so much. <laughs> but I do know. what I, I do know. Yeah. And we'll all be the old
1: lady who swallows yes, the fly. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I yeah. have had a weird, I've had a weird day. So. I guess you have. I have you don't even know the half of it. (laughs) I can't wait. I uh, okay so I had Botox in my face and head today. Not because I care about lines but because I have chronic migraines and we haven't tried Botox yet. Time to try it. So I go I get 31 injections of Botox mm. in my head and face. And the doctor is like, I really like to do this in less than five minutes, because I think the faster you do it, the less it hurts. We just get it over as fast as possible. And he's just like, boo, 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 all over me. like. That. <laughs> and it did. It, oh, my temples. Oh my gosh, it really stung. And in my face, like here and here. So I just have this sort of weird day. They're sort of dabbing blood and dripped Botox off my face, you know, and stuff oh. kind of a weird day. Well, let's be real. So, you're going to look like you're 12. Because, oh, Dude, I know. I already what look happens young. happens in our family. Yeah, we always look young. Yeah. No, I will tell you that one side effect that can happen is that you can get an eye droop for a day or two. And oh. all day I've been trying to decide, do I want to get the eye droop? Because you guys will think it's hilarious. Or do <laughs> I do not want to get the eye droop? And so far, I'm looking okay. No eye droop yeah Uh, it's real it's unusual you don't usually get the eye droop but anyway apparently my forehead is going to look fantastic
1: um (laughs) (laughs) isn't that nice
0: (laughs) yeah
1: so I do that right
0: well let me just preface this with I bought a new phone on Monday a very expensive phone and I didn't buy the insurance because my bank is going to start offering cell phone insurance as a courtesy for the kind of checking account i have and it's coming it's like starting in august so i'm like wow. oh, i'm not gonna buy the insurance it's just a few days then i'll have the bank's insurance oh i'm an idiot okay mm. so this it very it's the it's the samsung galaxy s21 ultra i'll hold it up if you would like to see it it is a really nice phone i've had the note 10 it's definitely time to upgrade right so I forget that I'm just wearing like really short pajama-y kinds of shorts because I didn't really dress up much for getting all those shots in my face. I get in my car. I go to slam the door shut, and I hear crunch, smack. <gasps> you guys. Oh no! I slam my friggin' phone in the door. Oh. And obliterated the screen. <gasps> like to the point that I couldn't even like you know sometimes you can use it broken for a while. Mm-hmm. Oh no. That was not happening to this brand new, super expensive phone. (laughs) So I'm getting home, still feeling kind of weird and sore from the Botox. And Ron's just like, how'd it go? And I'm like, well, I'm better than my phone, you know? Oh, (laughs) my God. So then I have to start calling her. She's like, (laughs) I'm like shaking and trying to change the SIM card out of the new phone back to my old phone. So I have a working phone. And Rhonda's like, I don't want you to go lay down. So <laughs> rest your eyes here. Do that for yeah. you, and you're going to go. So then I call all around. And the first two places I call are like, oh, yeah, those are really hard to get. And they're really, really expensive. And I, it's backward of like four weeks. And I'm like,
1: are you. To replace happy? the phone or the screen?
0: The screen. The screen. Like I'm calling around to repair places yeah. to replace the screen. Because I didn't get the insurance, remember? No, so bad. Anyway, so finally called the third place. And they're like, oh, yeah, we have that. And they quote me like $100 less than everyone else in town. Wow. I'm like, I will be right over. So I already have it back. It's fixed. It's pristine. It is not shattered anymore. Serious, did you uh, go ahead and sign up for the insurance? Uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I I I
1: want you to go lay down.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There's a case that's on its way from Amazon and that's the whole effing problem is that I ordered the case and the cover and stuff on Amazon. I'm just waiting for him to get here. But did you know there's a thing called liquid glass that you can put on the front of your phone that it's a polymer thing that joins with the molecules of the glass on the front of your phone and like makes your whole phone like gla- like Google glass or whatever, you know? No. So anyway, I did that. So I did oh. do that. And I just think I'm not going to leave my house until the case comes. That's probably wise. Yeah. So anyway, <sighs> I've kind different. of had a whole day of this. Yeah. Ultimately, kind of... I really feel fine from the Botox. Good. So far, my head's okay. We'll see. I haven't had a migraine today. I thought, geez, I'm going to be messing with all those nerves and I'm going to have a flame migraine. I don't, which is good. Yeah. It can take a few weeks to know for sure if Botox is going to help. So...
1: Well, fingers crossed fingers crossed
0: right but yeah the moral to the story is always get the insurance yeah what an idiot
1: well do you remember last week when you and I were looking at my phone and I had that screen cover on it that was all like partly torn off and sticky but, and, weird, and we were like we've we been using it like that
0: for like 6 months i off, did yeah
1: right mm-hmm. so we did remove it and the phone looked much better well the very next morning the pigs were hassling me to get up and feed them breakfast early, mm-hmm.
0: earlier
1: than normal, and one of them caught their hoof on the charging cord to my cell phone and oh. launched it into the bathroom onto the tile floor and broke the screen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. What is happening? Yeah. Next freaking day, before I'd even thought about finding that I have more screen protectors here somewhere that I... <laughs> just need to put on and I let that happen. So anyway, mm-hmm. I, I hear you. I feel you. I see you. Mine's usable though. It's just two cracks like right That's in That's what I was though. hoping. Neos be usable and I'll deal with this later, but
0: <laughs> no. no. So I'm glad for you that at least yes. it is. Yeah. Um. So the, you know, note to all of you, keep an eye on your phones. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it's in bubble wrap There's bad phone juju out there for some reason. Uh, apparently. Apparently. um. But, you know, ultimately, it's all good. My phone's fixed. I got it for cheaper than what a lot of other people want to charge it for. Did it in one day, which I was pretty impressed. That's pretty impressive, yeah. I ultimately have to be grateful because my insurance paid for Botox. I know. doesn't happen very often. And my phone is fixed. So, ultimately, I'm okay and grateful. Well, see? There you go. All's well that ends well. Now, we should probably get to case updates because some people are like, I didn't know that this show was about cell phones. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we didn't it's either. Not. It's just what happened. <laughs> it's just how it is. We're not in charge here.
0: <laughs> so we have um, we have a few updates. I don't know. Do you want to talk about uh, the Maya Millette update? Yeah. So in the Maya Millette or Millette, I've heard it both ways. I don't know. I'm assuming Millette is probably the English way, and then there's probably a way better, prettier way. Yeah, but. finally, her husband Larry
1: has been named as a person of interest. Yeah, she's been gone now for six months, and that is exciting. There's been, you know, she was planning a divorce, or at least, you know, considering one when she left him. There has been a lot of weird stuff with him since she disappeared, and a lot of weird stuff with his dad. His dad is a nasty little piece of work, huh? Yeah. And he got an attorney. This has been months ago, like within a few, uh, just very short time after she disappeared, he quit attending vigils and searches. And he went ahead and uh, got an attorney. And, you know, things have been weird between him and uh, the police for a while now. But finally, they've actually officially said, that he is a person of interest. So we'll what see news? where that goes.
0: Have they found his freaking freezer? Just asking. Right. Remember that weird thing with the mm-hmm. freezer? The oh. thing with
1: the freezer, I think, is so big. That it's gotta be, right? Like a small chest freezer disappeared from their house right after she disappeared. Or yeah, with like within the time frame that she disappeared. Uh what's going on with his father? Nothing that I'm aware of. He's
0: just a jerk. He is, yeah.
1: He taunts uh, searchers and her family, and he's just overall, he's been an ass.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, Brandy says, I took my screensaver off because it was too cracked and was waiting for the new ones to come. They're here, and I hadn't put them on yet. I'm doing it right now. See, there was a reason. <laughs> See, this is a rough week for cell phone screens. I didn't know, but it is. Yeah. So it's good news. I mean, I think it's Mm -hmm. the thing that everybody has thought in the Maya case is Mm -hmm. that this is a husband deal. So I'm really happy that at least they're making steps toward that. Well, they also, uh, the Chula Vista police
1: filed a gun violence restraining order against him in May.
0: Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. But no Mm -hmm. actual criminal charges? Nope. So what did he do? That's interesting. Yeah. Threaten somebody probably or something. I, I'm
1: guessing that's the first I've heard of that either.
0: Hmm. We will. We will search that out.
1: Yeah, for sure. So anyway, there's definitely some stuff afoot there. And, you know, I'm going to say this. This is my prediction here. I think he will be charged in her disappearance. I think they're just waiting, uh, trying to come up with a body. My yeah take on this case is that it's going to be like the Vallow case in that it takes longer than everyone thinks it should to make an arrest, but it's because they are getting their ducks in a row. I also think that it will be technology that takes Larry Amelia down.
0: Oh, definitely. Definitely. And I I feel like they're just being very smart and careful because once they've got him, they do not want to let go of him. They don't want to you know, get into a situation where they have to release them or something. And I just think sometimes we have to give law enforcement a little bit of credit when it comes to those kinds of things. Yeah, And I know not always, because sometimes they're not doing their job. But I think in a situation like this, they are, yeah. they're just gathering their evidence. And when they're like, like needing help from the FBI for electronic stuff, I mean, that is very time consuming stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, yeah. It's good movement. Yeah. Speaking of movement, you guys, we're only, what, about 10 days out now from the deadline for the prosecutor to announce in the Daybell Vallow case if they're going to be seeking the death penalty. So, against we, Chad. against Chad. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Lori, everything's on hold while she's, you know, getting all fluffed up. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> So we are just waiting on pins and needles. I would say our prediction is that they are going to go for it Mm -hmm. from what we've seen locally, what we've seen from the family, Mm -hmm. whatever's being said, that's coming out publicly. Mm -hmm. Everybody is saying they want the death penalty. Mm -hmm. Obviously, this is a real pro death penalty state also. Mm -hmm. So we will see. But that that might change things. I bet that I bet that pushes back the trial dates. Mm-hmm. Because it just, the, the weight of tr- of trying a death penalty case is huge. Yeah. But yeah, so we're just, you know, we're going to, we'll be jumping on here, doing a live as soon as we hear the answer, but it's coming okay. up anytime now, you know, by the end of this week or the end of next, we're going to be hearing. Do we know when Lori's being evaluated again? Uh, they have days.
1: up to 90 days.
0: Yeah. 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 So we've still got some time. I'm going to ask you. Look at my eyebrows. Do they look weird? That looks weird. I have a weird line here. Yeah, you do. I do think I have kind of a Botox thing going on right there. Wow. Yeah. Your face is sorry, normal. I can't help it. When you no. stare at yourself the whole time that you're on a live stream like this, you're oh. like, wait a minute, my eyebrows look weird. What's going on? Maybe you'll get lucky and a bug will fly in your mouth. I don't know. I'm really hoping not on that one. Um
1: do you think yeah. ever do an interview?
0: Hell yes. Oh, yeah. When this is when they when this is all done mm-hmm. so they can tell their crazy ass story, you know they will.
1: You won't be able to shut these fools up. Chat'll be knocking out one book after another.
0: Oh great. Oh mm-hmm. gross. Thank you. My eyebrows look fabulous. I appreciate that. Yes. Somehow they are not communicating with my forehead very well right now. So yeah. yeah. It will be interesting because I've been watching um several series is right now that are, you know, like going back in years later, um, interviewing like serial killers and, yeah. you know, various murderers. And uh, I've thought about that, like, you know, like five, 10 years from now. Mm-hmm. Um, what are they going to be like, you know, when, if they yeah. get, if they do an interview.
1: It's going to be interesting. Well, we'll watch the mage. It'll be weird, you know, because it'll be like every five or ten years, you'll see another interview with one of them from prison and they'll look so different. We'll be like, wow.
0: Mm-hmm. Remember yeah. when? Yeah. GB mm-hmm. says every true crime co- podcast will be all over this case once it's done. But we have made yeah. it cool. Thank you. Thank you so much. We have tried. Being we local Please has kind of made it important. Correct. Yes.
1: They won't be able to profit. Correct. Yeah, yep.
0: yeah. the the vic, the victims families victim fund maybe crime victims fund
1: yeah
0: should or I don't know something like that should definitely you know benefit in those cases. Yeah. Definitely. Now, was there anything else going on in the Daybell Valley case we needed to share? Couldn't I couldn't think of anything else. Briefs that were filed. Uh, let's see. Let me pull them up.
1: I. Uh, there's a couple of things with the David Vallo. There's so uh, there were a few briefs that were filed a few days ago from or motions from prior. So he wants uh, the transcripts of the grand jury proceedings. Same,
0: same. Don't we all? He's going. He wants. Didn't he already get those? I would assume so. Wouldn't but you know be- they're
1: probably buried in like. A 1,000 kilobytes, or
0: <laughs> whatever. <Low bites.
1: laughs> of, of data. Possibly,
0: Tara? Uh, yeah. I oh, yeah, those two. those
1: two. Those uh, two. Yeah, so I'm assuming. I, I would
0: think he has already received it by the 15th. But, but remember rate- when he made a huge deal about that from the preliminary hearing? Mm-hmm. made a huge deal about getting the actual transcript, and maybe that's what this. this is probably the same thing. For it, I was kind of like, um, well, you were there. Like, do you not remember what was said? Right. Did yeah. you not take any notes? It probably um,
1: is some kind of a, te- a formality.
0: He also yeah. is asking
1: for a hearing to change trial venue. And in that request, mm-hmm. he asks the judge to please make a ruling by the end of the hearing. So he wants that to go quickly. He doesn't want it to. Uh... Oh,
0: well, yeah, because this has been discussed a few times now. Mm-hmm. With no actual decision made, and mm-hmm. the judge says stuff like "oh, we'll talk about that later," kind of things. And mm-hmm. I mean, if they think they're going to have a trial in November, things got to get moving. Yeah, they're not. There's I know. don't, no I don't think so either. I think it's just not happening. It's not going to be till like January,
1: February, I would think. Oh yeah, early spring, I'll bet. Yeah, and then of course the other business in the Bell case. Mm-hmm. Yes, and that is that there
0: has been. Uh, uh, Luminous, yes. Voluminous, voluminous. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Frankie. That's a that's a good one. <laughs> a word I will never forget now.
1: <laughs> I, over the weekend, there was a big splash with a bunch of podcasters that are doing this case. And we've really, we just kind of stay over here and do our own thing. And so we're really not rubbing shoulders with any of the rest of them. Um really glad now. No dig on any of them, except for that it, a lot of drama hit the fan. I'm not going to talk about it all. I really don't want anything to do with it. But we like, have
0: nothing but do. We don't even rumbling. know any of these people, but we've no. been hearing rumblings, of course.
1: Yes, but uh, kind of a... a blockbuster uh, bit of information came out of it that is important Mm -hmm. and that is that it appears that mark means you guys remember the melanie gibb call we we shared it like last week and talked about it we forget on it right well it turns out that the reason that call is out in the ethers is because mark means gave it to a podcaster and so shared uh, confidential
0: and this is of course evidence. allegedly this is what people yes. are saying this and the, what, the person yeah. who you know the, what people with in the know are saying that yeah are saying we that. don't, of course don't know for sure if that's true but that's what's being said
1: mm-hmm.
0: but that's yeah that's what's
1: being said uh actually i think that's actually been verified by the podcaster herself but well, anyway right. but
0: i mean she could be saying that and it not be yeah, yeah.
1: So if that is true Mark Means is has violated his uh, attorney privilege confidentiality by sharing evidence from discovery with his YouTube podcasters So, and we don't know what else, you know, it's possible that other things have been leaked the exact same way. We don't really know that. So, at any rate, uh, we didn't want to talk about this whole thing, except for that we did feel like it's worth mentioning that because it could become something. It could. It could become a thing down the road.
0: Yeah. 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 There could be actual consequences for it. So. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, Catskill said, I can only imagine it's the tip of the iceberg. I don't put it past him. Well, me neither. And interestingly,
0: he's been silent for about a month. Somebody like side him out of Twitter or something. Right? Little Marky Means has not said a thing. and he somebody had Mark Means him to shut up. In jail up. Too. Yeah. yeah.
1: Now he did, somebody did, he did. Uh, there was a comment by Scott Reich, and I'm not sure where it came from. That he is visiting Lori in the state hospital on a nearly daily basis. That I think is concerning AF. Because why isn't he leaving her alone so that she can get spiffed up and fixed? So that, why is he there every day? That is weird to
0: me. Part of it that I don't think that's true. Because Mm -hmm. why would they they stay in hospitals? It's Blackfoot, Idaho or Orofino, Idaho. Neither yeah. of which, both of which are several hours away from Meridian where his office is. Yeah. So I don't, I really doubt that's actually true. Unless they're well, like Zoom calls or something.
1: Well, and maybe they are. Maybe that's exactly what it is. It's but I
0: mean. A, it's a phone it, call thing. I mean, let her get her therapy, you know, like. Yeah. I hope that's not true. I hope that the state hospitals are not allowing that. Yeah, that just does not seem right.
1: No, it does not seem right. So I hope that that is not true as well. But I think it's an interesting uh, thought because you know, as we know, he really wanted to know and be a part of all parts of her therapy,
0: which again would be so weird and inappropriate. Well, he wanted to actually like be a part of medical decisions made for her. Which, mm -hmm. no, dude, she's a ward of the state,
1: advised
0: of any medication she was giving before it went in her mouth. And yeah. that's no, I mean, the, the department of Wealth, health and welfare is now her legal guardian. Yeah. They make, you know, so whoever's tasked with taking care of her is who makes those decisions. And, and it is not him. No, no. Whew. So yeah.
1: very weird.
0: He could be prolonging the process again. Maybe, maybe. like yeah. trying to help, or maybe he's afraid of what she's going to say. You know, maybe in a therapeutic session, she's going to report some stuff that he doesn't want anyone to know. Mm-hmm. I don't know.
1: Well, could, no. can't you just see her spilling out some really horrifying stuff? Just totally deadpan? Uh
0: I yeah. Agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah I agree. Just... She is latching on to him. Yeah, yeah. she and is. I agree.
0: And he has definitely fallen for that. Because yeah. she's got no one else. I mean, who else is gonna be visiting her? N- nobody. Nobody. Nobody's probably no. even allowed to, actually, but no, they're probably not. And even if she might be allowed family visits, but she doesn't have any family. I mean, she's killed them all. Literally. Um uh, said he's there because of
1: the golden vagina.
0: Yeah, maybe no. so. They don't get those kind of visits in a state hospital. Uh GB says Chad's trial and eventually Lori's will be considered the trial of the decade. Oh, yeah. We always have one every decade. It's true. They yeah. will. Oh yeah. They'll be right
1: up there with OJ and
0: Oh my gosh. We're gonna have to be eating our Wheaties to be ready for that. We'll have
1: to take like weeks of time out of our schedules to just do that. It's gonna will, be
0: literally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm here for it. I am too. I mean, I want to see it all go down. I do. And I want to know what they know. I would yeah. love to see that transcript from that uh, grand jury. It would be very yeah. interesting.
1: Hey, well, you know, maybe Mark Means will uh, leak it to a YouTuber. Who knows?
0: <laughs> At this point, right? <laughs> it will be gut-wrenching. It will be gut-wrenching. Yeah, that is awful, but hilarious. Mm-hmm. It will be gut-wrenching. And, you know, the Chad's preliminary hearing was gut-wrenching. Hearing... Those police officers and FBI agents talk about finding the kids' bodies were horrifying. Yeah. And old Chad's just sitting there like this. Yep. Doing toad face like yep. he was not for one moment having any emotional reaction to that at all. It, that was so just weird. So bizarre. Well, and I'll
1: never yeah. not think it's weird that since Chad was arrested, Lori and Chad have not seen each other a single time in court proceedings. Yeah, she has chosen to not show up to everything or maybe her lawyer has not
0: wanted her to show up. I, who knows, but that I is, know, I don't know. Very and, maybe, and maybe it was because of her mental health state too. Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe mm-hmm. means is
0: another one of her protectors, right? Well, Alex yeah. is dead. So who's next? Right. I think she thought it was Chad. Yeah. Well, so oh, we Paul, are. yes, we did see that report. We do have a story about it. Um. Oh, it's the, it, when we do the something about Chandler PD Bombshell. Yes. We do talk yeah. about that report where she talks about Charles had to die because he was possessed.
1: <laughs> By the end, we'll need to GB, you're right. We'll need a dictionary of all the phrases we've come up with for this case. Yeah.
0: Oh my gosh. Right. <laughs> we should probably start writing them down now. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well.
1: But that's it for that case today. That is. Yeah. Will we be in court? No, I think no. we'll just be watching and streaming. I don't want to be in court. Yeah. I want to be able
0: to stream it. like Yeah, this. it's not going to be local to us. They're going to move it. They'll, They'll probably move, move it, it to the Bo- to Boise, which is five hours away from us. So we, can. we will it stream in
1: it. court Maybe at that point, who knows? I don't Depending know because they're talking does. mask
0: mandates again now, and yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, but it's possible. But I just no, no. I think we'll live stream instead. Plus it's going to be too far away. Yeah. Okay. I'll
1: tell you what I'd like to be in court for, to be totally honest with you. I uh. probably won't be able to make it happen. I don't care about being in court for the process. I'd rather live stream it and be able to be here with you guys and interfacing. What mm-hmm. I'd love to be live for is the sentencing.
0: I would yeah. Do. Right. Yeah. Do you think old resting told face is going to have, you know, th- and this is all considering that there is actually going to be a trial Right. I still have a lot of questions about that, especially if they go for the death penalty. I really think Char- that uh, good old Chad is going to flip on Lori. It could sure um, happen. We'll see.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, okay. So one last thing. We had a DNA for the win that is just, this is mind boggling.
1: We do have summer wells still also.
0: Oh, we do. I'm sorry. Please do. Yes. Please talk about that first. And then I will tell you about this crazy case. Okay. Uh,
1: So, Summer Wells, you guys know, she is the child that disappeared from Tennessee recently, and her siblings have now, her three older brothers, have been taken by Child Protective Services. Good. So, when we covered Summer Wells, we, we didn't read it, and we were just careful to... Not buy into all the like the gossip train and stuff because holy hell is there a lot of gossip out there about this case. And some people really took that to mean that we were siding with the parents. We weren't siding with anybody, we were just being very careful to not throw all this misinformation or gossipy stuff out there. So please don't uh, think that we didn't say what we thought, you know. But at any rate, so. Uh, If you remember, dad has a drinking problem, has had a Mm -hmm. drinking problem in the past. Last fall, there was a restraining order and some charges because of some domestic violence in the home. Mm -hmm. And apparently he uh, has started drinking again and things are bad. And there, you know, there was there has been CPS involved in the past because of all of the same stuff. Anyway, so they have now taken the three boys. Yeah. And dad made a statement. He cannot quit speaking publicly and he should shut the hell up. But he
0: really should. Yeah.
1: Uh, Yeah. So dad says it's because he started drinking. Mom actually uh, told the news, but didn't give them any explanation as to why. But David Wells told the story saying that it was because he's drinking. And he says, right now it's not safe at my house. There's too much going on and people are crazier than hell. And right now it's just not safe at my house. There's too much going on. Too many crazy people coming around trying to start stuff.
0: Which I don't doubt. I don't doubt because the the reaction that people have had over this is pretty vile. And, you know, I'm in a Reddit group about it that had gotten so ugly that the original moderator quit. Yeah. Sent a message and said, I've had enough of you assholes. I'm out. Because yeah. people are just going crazy with, you know, we have to be so careful about just rumors and conjecture and taking every little thing said by anyone in the family and, you know, extrapolating hugely and that kind of thing. So, yeah, it's yeah. awful.
1: Well, and they said that uh, and this really bothers me as is, is someone who works as a professional psychic we try so hard to stay in a place of integrity and some people will never think we're in a place of integrity and that's fine, but we try really hard to do so. And one of the things that's been happening is that psychics are knocking on their door, giving them their take of where they think the the summer is or what happened to summer. If that's really happening, go home. What the hell do you think you're doing?
0: Yeah. It's ridiculous. You know, if the police, Want to talk to you, great. But leave the family alone. Don't be gross. My
1: God, how hard is yeah. this? There is one uh, other interesting piece in the Jessica Mast case.
0: Oh, uh, that's
1: right. not oh, about yes. the, everybody that's charged in her murder. It's actually about that county. Mm-hmm. I believe it was Benton or Bentonville. Mm-hmm. Uh, I read an interview this morning from the sheriff there who said that he feels like it is his civic duty to let all of his uh, constituents there know that they are down nine deputies, and they're extremely understaffed. And at this point, they are mainly only uh, responding to life or death calls.
0: Oh, my gosh. And
1: if you're making a call to 911 that's not life or death, it could be literally days before they respond because they only have a handful of staff.
0: And why is that, has he said?
1: Um, because they're not paying him enough. He mm-hmm. said that they just they lost another two last week. One of them get this, one of them took a job with the state police mm. and it was a nineteen thousand dollar a year pay raise.
0: Oh my gosh,
1: how can there be that big of a discrepancy between a county deputy and a state
0: uh and a state officer a state officer? Oh, clearly.
1: Then another one left to work at a factory because it was going to pay more and have better benefits. Mm-hmm. Essentially. Counties. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And so I think he did it in reading through the comments. It looked like it was kind of actually a call out to their uh, county commissioners mm-hmm. that you have to do something. You have to start offering better benefits and paying more because we don't have anyone that will even work for us anymore. But I thought that was pretty interesting. He said, some people will disagree with me making this statement publicly because they will think that that's just a call out to criminals to uh, just show up and do whatever you want around here. And he said, here's the hard truth, folks. The criminals already know that. Yeah. And there's so few of us that they know exactly where we are and what we're doing. Right. So anyway, not really Mm -hmm. related to Jessica's case. I just thought that was an interesting insight about that county.
0: That is, and that is a very interesting insight and it does make you wonder though. I mean, they're the ones investigating her murder. Yeah. Like that means they don't, they have fewer and fewer um, resources. Yeah. David, tell me, he said, let's
1: talk about Chris Watts, new girlfriend. Tell me, I knew there was something up with Chris Watts. I searched him today. I was actually thinking there was something up with his parents. Hmm. I don't know anything about the new girlfriend.
0: I don't either. So feel free to fill us in, David. Yeah. Let us know. In the the meantime, let's do our DNA for the win case. Let's do. This is the Stephanie Isaacson uh, murder, which I remember this. Do you remember her name? Really, really familiar. This was 1989. So she, on June 1st, 1989, she got up and got dressed and packed her school bag and left home about 630 in the morning. Uh, to walk to her high school in Las Vegas. This was in Las Vegas. I remember this. My mom, our mom is from Las Vegas, grew up yeah. in Las Vegas. And so I remember when she talked about this. Okay. Um, but she took a shortcut that went through an empty sand lot. Um, and that is later where her body was found bludgeoned and sexually assaulted. So this case has been a cold case for a long time, 32 years. And they've been working for a while on trying to get some DNA um, stuff done for her. Here's the problem. They have 15 human cells to test. Wow. That's it for DNA, right? Like that's just practically nothing right And so it's only been now there's this um there's this lab in texas uh who offered to process it and apparently they can they have new technology that can process dna even from only 15 cells and apparently there was some kind of anonymous benefactor who actually paid for the test that is becoming a real thing. I didn't know if you guys knew this, but if you um, are a fan of Crime Junkie, which is another true crime podcast, they did a fundraiser a while back and they raised enough money to test DNA in several cold cases. Uh-huh. And they actually found the identities of a few, like three cold case children that had never been identified. Wow. So there are people out there, this is how pathetic things are with our criminal justice system Mm -hmm. private entities are raising money to pay for these dna tests and that happened with stephanie isaacson too so here's they just found out today no last wednesday sorry um that they have identified a suspect uh, and this is a record for the least amount of dna used to solve a case The killer uh, is Darren R. Marchand. Unfortunately, he uh, unalived himself in 1995 when he was 29. Yeah. Which sucks. It's a surprise there. Yeah. Um, Stephanie Isaacson's mother says, you know, she's glad that at least they know now she'd never really believed that that the case would be solved. Um, but this is the kind of um this this is the kind of testing that's been used as we know to solve a bunch of cases lately, like, like the Golden State Killer. Yeah. Um, you know, stuff like that. Same kind of testing. But this is a record for the smallest sample to ever be um tested that's, successfully. It's a, that's amazing. That Isn't is that absolutely amazing? amazing. Yep. I, I think. I'm really glad, at least for her mother, that there's something like, okay, yeah. we'll know who did this. But because he's not here on this, in this life anymore, there's no trial. There's no, you know, that, that, and maybe, we, maybe that answer would never have come. But, you know, the whole why that just, you don't get in these situations. Wow.
1: Yep. But that tiny amount of DNA is unreal.
0: Yeah, it is. It's really, like, stunningly cool. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Right. Well, Isn't it sad that people have to be raising money for this DNA stuff? Like, right. what's going Seriously. on? And and for places like Bentonville to not be able to even keep enough police officers, officers because they can't yeah. afford to work there? Ugh
1: like what the hell
0: yeah yeah absolutely
1: interesting i it doesn't it just seem like 10 years from now law enforcement and and just the job of detectives and pathology is just it, it will have a whole new face i mean we're just heading that way every day we are really, really we
0: are day. the 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 in, um, improvements in dna just unbelievable totally yeah. totally
1: So David says, apparently, Chris Watts has a new girlfriend, which, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. No, you do not date Chris Watts.
0: Yeah. What are are you saying?
1: And his new attorney who wants him to file a 35C, but Chris apparently has turned down the 35C. 35C is a post-conviction litigation,
0: an opportunity Mm -hmm. to
1: file to have the courts look it all over and decide if they really think, you know. Really think he did it and is where he should be?
0: Yeah, because he did, and we all know he did. Yeah. But come on, new girlfriend, honey, honey, yeah. <laughs> yeah, whatever your name is, I don't know. You're dumb.
1: It needs to stop, ladies. Yes. All of this writing killers in prison and deciding you want to be married to them and shit. Stop this right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he did confess. I. That case is so gross, though. His parents Mm. are so freaking gross trying to get life insurance money now. And uh,
0: yeah, it's awful, awful, awful. Right.
1: History of women falling for the bad boys. Right.
0: It is true. But we're talking like ultra bad here, like killed his family bad. Like what? No.
1: Mm. Yeah. Well, the uh, this is a terrible example because I can't remember his name. The guy that killed all of those women in California. Do you know which one rich, I'm talking about? Rich, that the community actually rich. finally caught him. Oh,
0: Richard oh, Ramirez, the Night Stalker. Yeah. Richard Ramirez, yeah.
1: Richard Ramirez. Uh, women were absolutely throwing themselves in front of Richard Ramirez in court, oh, yeah. and and you know afterwards, and
0: what in the world? He was a freaky monster, man. Like, like yeah, come on. Good Lord, low self-esteem. Yeah,
1: yeah. Need to be needed. so. They can rehabilitate this person. God, I don't know. Or maybe there it's just just kind easy of to that, have yes. a prison boyfriend because then you don't have to have one in real life.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, know. of course, Bundy. Oh, you know, there's another Bundy movie coming out. And I'm like, come on. Yeah. I'm sick of it. When Gacy we had them. Oh, Casey did have them. Casey's such a. Oh, I just yeah. watched a big documentary on Casey. My yeah. God, he's gross. Why did anybody want Casey? I mean, I, like, what? Well, and how he ever got hired in that freaky clown makeup. <laughs> this was a different time, my friends, because <laughs> one look at that guy. Because, I mean, let's get real here. His clown makeup was not good. He was not good at it. It was horrifying. But maybe it's horrifying now because... We've all seen him. I don't know. <laughs> but, Maybe. <laughs> yucky. Yucky, yucky. It's all yucky. I just don't get it. I don't either. He has the original resting toad face. He really does. Well, but you know, he was making money off uh, his clown paintings in prison. And people were freaking buying them. <laughs> Come on.
1: Is he the reason that so many people are afraid of clowns? Or is, is that something? That's, that's like a thing, right? That. Certain people are afraid of clowns,
0: yes. Well, it is a phobia, but I do think that he's a big reason for it, you know. Yeah, the woman because who fell for Gacy was horribly abused in life. Oh, she was horribly. Oh, my god, yeah. Well, in case you're curious, here you go. Uh, yeah, yeah. Who finds that, that like, funny year, and but... cute? I don't find that funny and cute. I find that horrifying. <laughs> but again, on on every level.
1: It was a different time. And he, between him and Stephen King, we have reasons to uh, hate clowns now. Right. We do. We
0: definitely do. Yeah. No. Gross. Yikes. Y'all. That's everything that we have got, you guys. Yeah. So we will be back tomorrow night at 7 p.m. mountain for the psychic hour. Mm-hmm. And hopefully we'll be back. I mean, I know I will be back this weekend with a pop-up. I guess we'll leave that up to Katie if she will be back this weekend for a pop up. You guys can I, put a little pressure
1: on her for me if you don't mind. Right. I you guys, I don't know what happens to me on Fridays.
0: I don't need maybe I need to start sending you a text. Hey
1: I feel like I about. just vaporize. I think about it all day.
0: All day. hmm what I need to do is choose my case
1: tomorrow and have it researched and ready. So that there you it's, go. I'm like ready to go. That's what well, I'm, awesome. I'm going to do. You know what? I don't have radio on Thursdays anymore. We ended our Thursday radio.
0: Oh, I have there you true mean.
1: crime, but I don't have psychic radio anymore. So see, that would give me, mm-hmm. that would give me
0: a, uh, I, I have, have something time. to be doing. Yes. There, there you, you go. go. Yes, you do. All right. Will you guys help me hold Katie to it? Yeah, And thank you all for being here and for participating in the chat. We really love these live streams. It's so fun to get to talk to you all. Yeah. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow night. You know it. We are True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. Have a great night.
1: Take care, guys.